Section 71 of The World War. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The World Story, Volume 15, The World War. Edited by Horatio W. Dresser. Section 71. A Great Air Battle by a British War Correspondent this is the story of how five british airplanes fought twenty-seven germans and beat them sending eight to earth crashing crippled or in flames it was on saturday may the fifth nineteen seventeen a day of great heat when there was a haze so thick that you could hardly see the ground from a height of two thousand feet our men had started fairly late in the afternoon and at five o'clock were well over in enemy country when with the sun at their backs they saw two enemy machines ahead they tried to close with the enemy who made some show of giving fight it was only a show however for as our leading machine drew near the germans turned and made with all speed for home the tactics suggested that the two enemy machines were only decoys intended to lure our little flotilla as far as possible from its base and the suspicion was soon confirmed even as we started to chase the two flying enemies out of the haze and void on all sides new fleets came closing in the new arrivals flew in three formations two of which contained eight machines and the third contained nine making twenty-five german airplanes all of a uniform fighting type to whom the other two which had now ceased to run away joined themselves making twenty-seven enemy machines in all one of the enemy fleets taking advantage of the thick air had passed behind our little squadron and came at it as from the direction of our own lines straight between it and the sun an awkward direction from which to have an enemy flying at you late in the afternoon when the sun is getting fairly low the two other fleets came from the southeast and northeast as they approached they spread out so that our men were ringed around with enemies on every side the fight began at about eleven thousand feet but in the course of the things that followed it ranged anywhere from three thousand feet to twelve thousand feet up and down the ladders of heaven and the extraordinary fact is that all the while that it went on german anti-aircraft guns below kept at work usually as soon as airplanes engage overhead the arches are silent for fear of hitting the wrong man and whether the german gunners were drunk with excitement at what was going on above them or whether it was that our machines formed so isolated and compact a mass in the heart of the great maelstrom that it seemed still possible to shoot at them in safety is not known at all events the tumult of the skies was increased by the constant pumping into the tangled mass of shells from the ground the actual fighting lasted for a full hour from five to six o'clock an extraordinary time for such a thing and during all that hour our men fought tooth and nail and the fight had lasted but a few minutes when we drew first blood and an enemy machine which captain a had attacked went down in flames with the wings of one side shot away then it was lieutenant b's turn 
he caught his adversary at close range fairly and the german airplane went down turning over as it fell straight down eleven thousand feet leaving a trail of smoke behind lieutenant c scored next his enemy's machine spinning plumb down to where somewhere below the haze it must have crashed then for a moment it seemed that our luck was turning lieutenant b's engine gave out and he was compelled to leave the formation it is a simple phrase but what it means is that helpless and with engines still the airplane dropped out of the fight from eleven thousand feet down to three thousand feet it was a dizzying drop and as he fell an enemy seeing him defenceless and scenting easy prey went after him but other eyes were watching lieutenant c saw his crippled comrade slipping downward and saw the german diving after quick as a flash he followed and before the german could do his work the british airplane was almost touching the tail of his machine and in another second the german turned clean over in the air and then crashed nose foremost into the abyss then almost by a miracle b's engine caught its breath again once more the machine was under control and b who was one of those who were new to the game climbed and rejoined the formation some eight thousand feet he had to climb with the baffled arches blazing at him from below up into the inverted hell above where his four comrades were fighting enemies who outnumbered them six to one just as he rejoined another german fell it was a's second victim of the day and friend and foe alike saw the machine go sheeted in flames down into the gulf then once again it seemed that a throw had gone against us for still under control but with flames bursting from its reserve petrol tank one of our machines began to drop again an enemy glimpsing an easy quarry dived for the flaming ruin as it fell but quicker than he a also dived and while our crippled machine still belching flames slid off with its nose set for home the german mortally hit dropped like a stone it was just retribution the unwritten laws of this marvellous game prescribe that no honourable fighter attack an enemy in flames such an enemy is out of the fight and has trouble enough for a brave man the german who died for our burning machine knew that he was doing an unchivalrous thing and it may be that that knowledge unnerved him so that he paid the penalty strangely enough our burning airplane got home i have seen the wreckage with the reserve petrol tank on the roof bearing two bullet holes on one side and great ragged tears on the other side where the bullets passed out the whole tank is scorched and crumpled the flames had burned away the whole central span of the upper plain the thick rear main spar was charred and burnt through and two ribs were completely severed and hung with loose blackened ends yet like a great blazing meteor it crossed our lines and came to earth not indeed at its home but on safe and friendly ground and as another airman said to me in admiration he made a perfectly topping landing meanwhile the wonderful fight was drawing to a close the british pilot lieutenant d emptied a belt from his machine gun into an enemy when so close that his wings almost brushed the other's rudder 
and the enemy turned turtle clear over on his back and spurting out a thick column of black smoke went down some of the enemy were already drawing off but our men were in no mood to let them go it is harder to get out of a losing fight than it is to begin it and before the enemy mob could disentangle itself from the battle two more of their machines had gone to earth one his third of the fight falling to lieutenant c and one to lieutenant e then the last four of our machines still lords of the air came home End of section 71. This recording is in the public domain. Recording by Alan Mapstone.